Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. My pleasure to welcome a longtime friend, former colleague, Maura Fogarty, to Money FM. She is now the Singapore Bureau Editor at the BBC here in Singapore. Good morning, Maura. Hey, good morning there. How's it going? Yeah, good. It's nice to see you again. Well, thanks for dragging me out of bed so early. <laughs> I'm not up this early usually on a Sunday. It's my sleep-in day. You know, that's one way to, to, to lose longtime friends, have them come in for a <laughs> 10 o'clock shot on, on radio in the morning. But at least you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be ready to be on TV. You know, yeah. you, can, you can be on the radio, so there's a, there's a little bit of comfort in that. Make up free day. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have our uh, International News Week in review, and as always, lots of things happening around the world. But but maybe we'll start with the Fun one about the moon landing, the 50th anniversary uh, of of the uh, Apollo 11. Lots of uh, it's on the 20th, right? So that was actually it's actually today in the U.S. It was yeah, yesterday exactly. for us in Singapore. Uh, the 20th being yesterday, but um, so there are celebrations happening in in Florida at the Space Center there in Washington. Um, the president has had uh, Buzz Aldrin, uh, you know, in the White House and Mike Pence. Lots of lots of great things happening for something that 680 million people watched 50 years ago. You know, I think we can't really overstate just how important this was, not just for space research, but also for uh, the American society. If you recall, right, it was President Kennedy who said we will put a man on the moon in what was it, seven, seven, eight years? Mm. He set this target. There were NASA officials at the time who thought he was nuts, that right. this couldn't happen. At that point in time, the Cold War was quite hot. It was, it was very tense. True. The U.S. was in a space war with China, uh, sorry, pardon me, with Russia right. as well. The USSR. The USSR back then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Russians had already put a first man on the moon. Yeah. So it was quite pivotal for the U.S. Uh, space. First man in... Uh, uh, sorry, for, in the space. First man in space, right. Pardon me. I'm getting yeah. my moon in space all hey, mixed up. Hey, places. It's, it's morning. I get it. I get sorry. It. No problem. I usually, I usually <laughs> sleep at this time. Um, so you know, if you think about it, for the U.S. Yeah. to achieve this at that point in time was quite phenomenal and confidence building mm. as well mm. for U.S. technology, for U.S. space research, for the U.S. Um, uh, psyche, so to speak, as well. Um, what's interesting... Okay, just going to fast forward to today. Sure. There has been everyday products that we use nowadays that came from that original Apollo space research. Ah, so all those okay. Apollo missions to get the first man on the moon has resulted in technology that we now use today. You want to guess? Sure. You know, where do you um, keep your beers when you're out uh, on a picnic? Oh, like in a in a in a koozie or in a cooler? A cooler, a cooler, a cooler. Right? Why, yeah. uh, like, a, like a beer cooler. An esky, as An they esky. say uh, in some in, in this part of the world. Uh, yeah. Yes. That technology, okay. that insulating technology, okay. created, nice. developed during the Apollo two research, okay. uh, the Apollo research missions, I should say. Um, Freeze dried food, right? Uh, possible. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, yes. They, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't say for sure it was the Apollo two missions. Uh, yeah, you're uh, right. Might fire, have been later. Yeah, exactly. Um, fire retardant material, mm. right? That firefighters wear, also came from that research. As well. Okay. Uh, not quite from the Apollo 2 or the Apollo missions, but um, smartphones. You know the small cameras we have on our smartphones? Yeah. They were developed as a result of space research. Right. Because they needed tiny cameras put on these space vehicles to be able to, you know, see and film. So 
the stuff that we use every day Interesting. comes from, you know, research 50 years ago. Now, you will be far too young to remember this, but I was alive in, during those days. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I know you weren't. <laughs> long, you I'm weren't stating, born for a long time until after I'm that. I'm stating that officially, not yet born. <laughs> but there was something in the U.S., and I, I don't know if it made it overseas, but I grew up in the Chicago area. They had, we had, um, there were different types of food that played off of of the, oh, the space guys. So I know this is tang, tang was oh, one of them, right? The, the orange drink. Yep. Right? That directly came, you know, a, and was was part of that era. But also there was something called space food sticks, oh. which were these little, uh, if you think of the fruit roll-ups now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kind of like that, but but really, really not good tasting. So they were hermetically sealed in a little sin, in a foil packet, round, kind of almost like pencil shaped and sized. Mm-hmm. And um, they, had, they had some different flavors and stuff, space food sticks. And uh, of course, you know, played hugely off of the, off of the space missions. I'm stuff. sure, I'm sure, I, I was a big fan <laughs> of Tang and I'm sure that was the cause of many a cavity in ah, many kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, let's, um, let's talk a little bit more um, uh, about the UK prime minister. Now, this is a story you guys have been obviously covering very closely on the BBC. Sure. It's uh, very where, where are we story. at with that? Because we're looking at Maybe an early election for that, and people aren't quite sure what's happening. Okay, we don't know about that yet, but what we do know is mm-hmm. that later on this week, the Conservative Party, which had just spent the last two months uh, trying to dis- find out or decide who their next leader is going to be, mm-hmm. they'll be announcing their new leader on Tuesday of this week. Right. So this is the leader of the Conservative Party, which currently Prime Minister Theresa May is from. Now, when that leader is announced, that person will be the next Prime Minister of the U.K., on Wednesday, just give you a sense of schedule. So on Tuesday, mm-hmm. you've got the Conservative Party announcing their new leader. Right. On Wednesday, current Prime Minister Theresa May goes to Buckingham Palace to officially resign. Right. Right after she comes out, after her meeting with the Queen, the new Prime Minister will go mm. in mm. and be officially appointed as the Prime Minister. Now, why is all this important? Mm. Because the UK is still in the middle of negotiations with the European Union about how it's going to exit the EU, known right. as Brexit, sure. right? So uh, we th- th- there are lots of questions over how this is going to happen. Is there a chance that Boris Johnson will not be that person? There's always a chance. I mean, the two final contenders, the yeah. two the, the two uh, uh, those in the running right now are Boris Johnson and the current Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt. Right now, it is likely that Mr. Johnson will be the new leader of the Conservative Party and hence the Prime Minister. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be the conventional wisdom. But that doesn't make it a certainty. And then once once that all comes to comes to the fore, when would the next prime minister actually take over? Like, would it be next week? It would be on Wednesday. Yeah, just on Wednesday. On right? Wednesday itself. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And and again, you know, we're we're a couple of days away. The voting has already you know happened. It's just a matter of tallying the votes and announcing it on Tuesday. Uh, I just want to stress, we don't we won't know for sure yeah. until the results come out. But the thinking is that uh, we could see the next prime minister as Mr. Johnson again. We will have to wait and see what happens on Tuesday. Well, we will certainly let you know right here on Money FM, and of course on BBC TV. You can tune in, uh, Rico or Sharon Jeet or whoever is uh, is uh, anchoring that day. We'll be able to, to tell you about that as well. All right, let's move on to Hong Kong. Um, today will be another mass protest rally. Um, Singaporeans who are in Hong Kong are being uh, advised by the MFA to take care to avoid the large mm-hmm, crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the never-ending protest and a, a big, you know, a big uh, potential um, cache. Well, not a potential cache, a cache of weapons and, and bomb-making materials found 
uh, just on Friday. That's right. So the police authorities announced that they found a cache of explosives. Explosives, excuse so me. Not, 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 I think not they had fully... some knives and things too. But, exactly. But, but yeah. no, no actual bombs, okay. right? Just material used to make explosive bombs, okay. Okay, but not yep. made into bombs just yet. They found this on Friday. They also said that they found some uh, small weapons, like you mentioned, and some protest leaflets as well. Right. But they haven't conclusively determined that this would be linked to the protests. So I just want to make clear that, you know, we don't know if this is linked to the protests or the, any of the demonstrations or any of the peaceful marches that have also occurred in Hong Kong as well. So uh, I would say, you know, this information is important, but it's, it's also important to remember that some of the marches in Hong Kong have also been very peaceful uh, as a way of the people there to express their concerns about what they see as increasing uh, encroachment of influence from uh, the central government in Beijing mm. towards Hong Kong. The, the worry is that Hong Kong will be losing some of its autonomy. Uh, it was sparked by the extradition bill that the Hong Kong chief executive, Carrie Lam, had tried to um, push through the legislature. She has now since, since said that the bill is dead mm. without using the word withdrawn, <laughs> which is what some of the protests had, had demanded that she use. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why there's still a lot of concern over Hong Kong, in Hong Kong right now. And uh, the march that is announced for later today is going to be in central Hong Kong. The authorities, the police have said that the route has changed slightly. So it's going to end, for anyone who's familiar with Hong Kong, it's mm. going to end supposedly in uh, Wan Chai instead of going all the way to central. And okay. if you recall, a lot of the pockets of violence have occurred around the Admiralty. Admiralty Central area. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the... by Ledgeco and all yeah, of that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All the well, there. And you remember back in the day, they always used to end, I think, at Victoria Park in, mm. in, in sort of Causeway Bay area. And that seems to have changed now. Now it's more, it seems to be more of street. Street protests. I guess well, maybe Victoria think, Park isn't big enough for all the people. But also I think it's very much directed towards uh, the, the Hong Kong government. Right. Right. They're, they're trying to make, you know, they're trying to uh, make, the point. End, make the point and yeah. end up at what they consider to be the, the landmarks associated with government and, and rule of law. This has been interesting uh, on a variety of levels. But now other protests have been popping up. So up in Kowloon, up near the border with Shenzhen, there was a protest uh, last week, week and a half ago about the – um, mainland Chinese who are coming in to into Hong Kong, buying inexpensive, yeah. relatively or tax-free products, and then taking them back and selling them uh, at, at a discounted rate in China. And there was a protest over that. And and the people up there in Hong Kong have been complaining about this for, to officials for years, and they haven't done anything. So they finally started protesting about it. So yeah. different issues are coming up. Different issues coming up. Uh, there was another reason for the protest over in Kowloon as well, because hmm. they wanted to do it in, in an area where they thought that mainland Chinese coming into Hong Kong would be able to see because of the censorship that we are ha- that there is in China. So none of these Hong Kong protests or demonstrations right. have been really reported in China yep. to, a, to a large extent. And so they wanted people coming over from mainland China to see the issues that they were very, very worried about mm. over in Hong Kong. Mm. That's part of the reason as well. Okay. Moving on, uh, China-U.S. trade. Um, oh, have we wow. had much on that this week? I, I can't say we've had any movement on it, but uh, no. always a lot of talk, it seems yeah. like. So, you know, it's a tricky one because they seem to be at an impasse over a few issues. And uh, they've had phone conversations back and forth. And President Trump seems to be, you know, every so often he throws a carrot and says, oh, yes, yes, things have been very good. We've had good talks. Uh, But they have yet to meet (laughs) face to face. And they're unlikely to meet face to face until they feel they can make some progress. Mm. And the thinking right now uh, is that both sides are trying to figure out how they how they solve this problem. Uh, the U.S. 
wants a couple things, right? They want China to level the playing field. They want China to stop the forced transfer of technology that American companies have to participate in when they set up in China. Uh, the Chinese are saying, lift their restrictions on Huawei. Don't use Huawei as a bargaining tool. Right. Um, and lift those restrictions. Take Huawei off the entity ban list. U.S. doesn't want to do that. So you tell me how, to, how do we move forward? How does it go? How does it go? All right. Many thanks to Maura Fogarty, who is the Singapore Bureau Editor for the BBC, joining us this morning on our News Week in Review. Thanks, Maura. Cheers. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.